This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Tuesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Greetings from Austin, Texas, as we wrap up the American Farm Bureau Federation's annual convention. It's been a busy couple of days that included remarks from senators, cabinet secretaries, and even the President of the United States. Much of the conversation at the event has been in celebration of the recently finalized trade deals with China, Japan, and the renegotiated U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. Those deals, President Donald Trump said, needed the support of American producers to happen, especially in the face of retaliatory tariffs on their products. On behalf of every American worker and family, thank you for standing strong for America. Thank you very much to the farmers and ranchers for standing with me, for saying the president is right. Yes, it's tough right now, but the president is doing the right thing. Trump spoke to Farm Bureau members on Sunday. It was the third year in a row the president has offered comments at the convention. Thanking farmers for standing by him through the trade war was a central theme of his remarks. Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue says he hopes more trade efforts from the administration won't lead to more retaliation on American producers. We all sort of gasped when we first saw the tariff deal, but uh, frankly these, these agreements have validated his reasoning and his leverage in utilizing that. I'm hopeful even with the EU, we'll see his determination, his resilience and perseverance, and we won't need to get into those kind of things. Let's, let's do this on the front end rather than having a tit-for-tit tariff war. But again, the EU has a lot of uh, non-tariff barriers that we've got to resolve, and I'll be going there next week to talk about some of those. Scott Vanderwall is Farm Bureau's vice president. He says they're expecting trade to return to normal and for producers to be able to take advantage of more open markets. We look at the China deal as a first step, and it's a good step because we've got something down in a document that's been signed. Uh, The president said there's more teeth in it as far as enforceability goes uh, under WTO. Enforcement will be next, um, certainly to make sure that they hold up their end of the deal, and and obviously we'll want to hold up our end of the deal. Phase two will be coming then. The president said he'll lower the tariffs that are in place now after phase two is in place. So Uh, We would look forward to that uh, as far as uh, helping international trade uh, get going. Trump also used his speech to officially announce the authorization of the third tranche of the market facilitation program payments under the 2019 program. That confirms what Purdue told AgriPulse last week. Purdue said he couldn't speak to exactly when those payments will happen and reiterated producers should not count on another round of the program in 2020. But the door isn't completely shut. It is expected that the, that the trade won't start right away. You'll see it build into a crescendo. It may be the summer or the fall when we really see the, the, the full benefit of that 40 to $50 billion. But I would tell you, not from my perspective, but I can tell you the president has demonstrated his ability to do what it takes to preserve the ag sector in this country. Farm Bureau's convention wraps up today with the organization's delegates setting their policy for the upcoming year. More on that in tomorrow's AgriPulse newsletter. AgriPulse's Ben Nolde is on the road this week covering the annual gathering of the National Biodiesel Board. He's in Tampa, Florida and has more. Biodiesel producers are laying out a new vision with goals to double biodiesel and renewable diesel production in the next 10 years. Currently, the industry produces roughly 3 billion gallons of biomass-based diesel a year, The goal would be to increase use to exceed 6 billion gallons in 2030. Speaking at the National Biodiesel Conference in Tampa today, National Biodiesel Board CEO Donnell Rehagen is confident 
producers can meet that goal. We've done our homework to figure out how we can actually get there with what markets are going to drive that six billion gallons. And we've identified those opportunities, continue to work on those. And the great news is uh, those markets are very willing partners of ours. It's not a fight that we have to put ourselves in to, to win them over. Uh, they see the same thing we see, carbonless transportation and heating fuels. That's, that's where the future is. With the help of advancements in feedstocks, Rehagen says producers have a goal to reach 15 billion gallons by 2050. At the National Biodiesel Conference in Tampa, Florida, for AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting from the American Farm Bureau Federation's annual convention in Austin, Texas, I'm Spencer Chase.